Welcome to the Lifting Lessons at Lunch, hosted by Calvary Baptist Church of Statham, Georgia. My name is Matt Dibler, and I have the great privilege of pastoring Calvary Baptist Church. This podcast can be heard every Monday through Friday at 12 o'clock. And now, here is our speaker for today. Hello and welcome to today's Lifting Lesson at Lunch. It is Tuesday, January the 3rd. 2023. I'm excited. This is our second lifting lesson of 2023, and I encourage you to take the Word of God with me, and let's go to the book of Acts, the book of Acts, chapter number 16. Now, at the beginning of this year, we're going to be studying the book of Philippians. I'm excited for you to hear tomorrow. Uh, Brother Linda will be bringing our lifting lesson from the book of Philippians, and uh, that's where we will start the going verse by verse there in the book of Philippians. And uh, today I'm still continuing kind of on the thought and the idea of the introduction to the book of Philippians. Uh, I know I did the lifting lesson yesterday, and so I'm doing two days in a row just so that we can cover all the bases of the introduction so that we know where we're at, we know the context, we know everything that we need to know preceding the writing of the book of Philippians. And today will be no different. We're going to be looking at Acts chapter number 16, where the book of Philippians where the place Philippi is first described and where Paul first makes his journey into this uh, city of Philippi. Just some, uh, just some overarching facts here. Uh, you can, By the way, you can have your Bibles open to Acts chapter 16. But just some overarching facts. Paul, he has just started in Acts chapter 15, his second missionary journey. And he picks up Timothy along the way at the beginning of chapter number 16. And uh, he gives them the Macedonian call, which tells them to go to Macedon. And uh, I'll try my best to right near my face here, over here, have a map that can kind of show you, um, kind of just give you an idea of some of the churches and the area in which Paul was going in this second missionary journey and kind of the area at which Philippi is, is at. But we see that Paul, he starts this church on his second missionary journey. And as we come to verse number 12, we see Paul and Silas. We, we know if you've studied the book of Acts that he takes Silas with him as his partner and him and Barnabas had gone separate ways and uh, he had taken Silas with him who's now his partner in these missionary journeys. And Paul and Silas, they come to a place that's called Philippi. Look here with me at verse number 12. And from thence to Philippi, which is the chief city of that part of Macedonia and a colony. And we were in that city abiding certain days. And on the Sabbath we went out of the city by a riverside where prayer was wont to be made, and we sat down and spake unto the woman which resorted thither. Now, here in verse number 12, we see some interesting facts about the place, the city of Philippi. Philippi was actually named after uh, Alexander the Great's son, uh, Philip. They named it Philippi. That's, the, that's where they got the name of this city. Interesting thing is that the Bible, it says that it was the chief city of that part of Macedonia. And uh, the way that I, the best way I can relate this is that Atlanta is the capital of Georgia. And, Ma and, and Philippi was this for Macedonia. It was, it was kind of the big deal, the big city. And uh, it was a Roman colony, as we see here, and a colony in verse 12. It was a Roman colony uh, established by the Roman Empire. It had Roman people living there. They were Gentiles, and God had strategically sent Paul and Silas on the second missionary journey to Philippi. And we're going to be reading today 
uh, I'm going to give you a message. Really, this I, I have preached this message before, and uh, so I'm going to give you a shortened version of it. But it goes along with the idea of joy and just what Paul had gone through, him and Silas had gone through in Philippi, that led him to end up one day writing the book of joy to the, to the church at Philippi. It's amazing. It's an amazing correlation. It's amazing the truth that the Word of God shows us. But I want us to look here, first of all, kind of just in review of the book of Philippians. We, we saw how, um, how circumstances and people and things and worry, they steal our joy. But, but God, in, in His great love and His mercy towards us, has given us a way that we don't have to have our joy stolen, but that we can focus our mind and our heart on the things of God and that it will preserve our joy. Remember, our joy is based on Jesus Christ. It's not based on our circumstances. It's not based on people, on places, on things, on worry. It's based on one person, and that is Jesus Christ. So today, I want us to look here, Philippians chapter 6, or uh, I'm sorry, Acts chapter 16, we see the starting of this church at Philippi. And I want to read to you an account, and I'll skip around. I just want to give you some high points here from Acts chapter 16. But of course, we see there was a woman named Lydia. She was a seller of purple, and uh, she got saved and was baptized. And then uh, there was a damsel that came, and she had the spirit of divination. She was possessed of a devil. And Paul and Silas, they cast this devil out of her. And the men that, that were making money off of this damsel got mad at Paul and Silas, and so they threw him in jail. Now remember, they are in Philippi. They have been thrown into jail. I think that there is some. this is a really good reason to have no joy. Don't you think? If you go to prison because you were serving the Lord, and you're sitting in jail, and now this was a bad prison. I mean, this is a, this is a Roman Empire prison where basically it's just a hole in the ground, and you're thrown into the, it just in the innermost part of the prison, there's probably rats, it's filthy, they're shackled to, to the ground. I mean, this is, a, this is a dusty, grimy place to be. And yet, in this place, we see Paul and Silas with joy. We see them with joy. Why? Because their joy is found not in their circumstances, but in their Savior. And we can learn many things about this. But I want to give you three things today, three things in this lifting lesson that, that Paul and Silas learned in Philippi that I believe God specifically, sovereignly designed for them to go through so that in years future, Paul, through the inspiration of the Holy Ghost, would be able to write and, and just feel in his heart the truth of the Word of God when he writes that we should rejoice in the Lord always when he writes the book of Philippians through the inspiration of the Holy Ghost. But I just want to read a couple verses here. Uh, Acts chapter 16, verse 25. We, they've been thrown into prison, and look at what it says. They In verse 24, I'm sorry, who having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast in the stocks. They're in the center of this prison, dusty, dirty. Their feet are fast in the stocks. And look at what verse 25 says. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. The first thing I want us to, to notice that Paul and Silas learned in this, in this valley, in this time of no rejoicing, is that God, he gives us a song in the darkest night. I want you to notice three things about this. The timing of the song. It was at midnight. Oftentimes, God gives us the greatest song in the darkest of the valley. 
Not only do we see the timing of the song, we see what preceded the song. Paul and Silas prayed. By the way, your praise life, your joy will depend on your prayer life. Psalm chapter 16 verse 11 says, In thy presence is fullness of joy. If you want to have joy in your life, you have to spend time with God because it's in His presence that we find that joy. We see the timing of the song, what preceded the song, and then we see the giver of the song. God gives us a song so that we can sing it back to Him. God loves to hear you sing. Not only that, we see that God, He gives us a song in the darkest night, but He gives us an opportunity to witness. We see in verse 25 that, and the prisoners heard them. And we also see if you to keep reading that the, that the prison guard heard them. God, he gives us an opportunity to witness. You say, why can I, how can I have joy in a terrible circumstance? Well, because he always gives you a song to sing and he always gives you an opportunity to witness. Notice who heard their witnessing. The prisoners heard it. The keeper of the prison heard it. And the keeper's house heard it. If you were to keep reading, you were to see that the prisoners, they sit there and, they, and they're, they, they're listening to them praising God even in this darkest valley. The keeper of the prison, he's hearing them praise and he knows exactly what they've been through. And I'm sure he's wondering, how can they have such joy? Because their joy is based on Jesus Christ. And no matter what valley, no matter what circumstance you find yourself in, your Savior will give you joy if you simply ask and you desire it. But not only that, lastly, we see that God, He is still good in the valley, and He's still good on the mountain. Verse 33 and 34, And He took them the same hour of the night and washed their stripes. This is the keeper of the prison, what they're doing to Paul and what He's doing to Paul and Silas, and was baptized. The keeper of the prison was baptized, and He and all His house so him and his whole family got saved and baptized. And when he had brought them into the house, he set meat before them and rejoiced, believing in God with all his house. I believe that your actions in the valley will depict your rejoicing on the mountain. If you praise God in the valley and you praise God when things are, when things are going wrong and you have joy in your heart when things are going uh, rough in the circumstances of life, when you come through that and you get up on the valley, you can look back and say, I stood strong in my joy in the Lord. And it's such a sweet, sweet truth. Today, we've seen the, the starting of the church at Philippi and the, the actions that have surrounded it. and the, These great and mighty things that happened at Philippi. And soon, Paul will be in a Roman prison, writing through the inspiration of the Holy Ghost, the book of Philippians, telling them about Christian joy in the hardest of circumstances. And I believe that he learned that lesson very clearly in Acts chapter 16. I pray that you have a great rest of your day and that you remember that no matter what, there is always a reason to rejoice. And that reason is Jesus Christ. Have a great day.